Welcome to the Brains Magazine podcast, a podcast with in-depth interviews and conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, expert coaches, industry leaders, and international celebrities. Get exclusive insight into the world of business, mindset, leadership, and lifestyle with your host, Mark Sefton. Hi, I want to welcome you to this next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast. And today we have Lotta Spute with us. Lotta is the founder of Alice Mind Your Business. Lotta is also an entrepreneur and a speaker. How are you today, Lotta? I'm very good. Thank you, Mark. And uh, I'm very happy to be here because this is, uh, this is actually my first uh, podcast ever. Awesome. Well, that's exciting. I always think that, you know, a podcast is very much, you know, it's two people having a conversation. And uh, it just so happens that other people are going to be earwigging uh, into into what we're sharing today. But hopefully it's a great experience for, for everybody. I mean, that's always at the heart. I think of every podcast that I, that I try and host is try and get the best out of you. How does that sound? That sounds fantastic. I actually listened to some of your podcasts and I, I really like them a lot. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really exciting to be here. Lovely. Well, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I love the fact that it's your first time so we can give you a, a real positive experience and probably whet your appetite for you wanting to appear on more more podcasts and share your your story and what you're passionate about, which I think, you know, podcasts, you know, because within reason, anybody can can host a podcast now. Uh, and it's just a question of then, you know, utilizing your own message and the things that you're passionate about in a way that really captures like the listener, I guess, because there is a lot of podcasts, you kind of have to really kind of cut through the noise and, and make something that is actually really, I guess, rich for the listener. So that's what we'll try and do today. Fantastic. So I'm going to just dive straight in lots of uh, into the interview, because I always think, you know, we only get like 30 minutes with each other. And I kind of like to hit the ground running. I would love to know, why do you believe blockchain and crypto is, is the right way to go? I know it's something that you are, are doing at the moment. Why do you feel it's like so important and, and for us to maybe look at it if we haven't? Uh, yeah, uh, I believe the reason to it is because we, we are living today in a technology world and uh, whether we, we want to apply to it, uh, sooner or later we need to. And... Uh, uh, I see so many opportunities connected to, to blockchain, to crypto, to Web3. Uh, and I just feel that uh, people, people should at least be able to make a choice if they want to take part of these opportunities or not. But to wait, um, if we just look back, I mean, uh, um, 1990, and we can feel that that was a long time ago, but it's not that long time ago. And we had most, most of us was actually speaking in, in a telephone in, that was put in the, in the wall. It was, was not, uh, we could not do like we are doing today, like, like speaking on the other side of the world. Now you're not that far away from me, but that, that's what we can do. Uh, we was writing a letter and then maybe two weeks later, the receiver got the letter. So, so many things happen in, in the technology mm -hmm. and many were skeptical at that time too. I, I remember I was super skeptical to, to pay with a plastic card. 
<laughs> because cash was king. And, and today here in Sweden, I can hardly pay with, with cash anymore. So it's, it's part of the evolution of technology, evolution of currency. And uh, I know that there is still very, very early. Uh, but, but if people, just say like this, Mark, let's say that you had the opportunity to, to be part of um, companies like Facebook or Google when they started. I think you should be very happy today if, if, if you had been that. But we didn't know. And now we know more. And that's why I, I feel that with these opportunities, I want at least people to have the possibility to, to, yeah, to take the decision themselves and not wait. Because in the end, people will need to apply to the innovations. But in the end, they also lost a lot of opportunities during the way. I know it's true about uh, Sweden with with cash. I remember when I first went, I came with cash. Nobody would take it. I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, you know, you talked about how people are skeptical and I think that they are. So mm. how do you and how do we, when we face something in life where we're trying to build trust with maybe people or a culture or a world that is skeptical, how do we actually reassure uh, and kind of convince people that it is legit uh, yeah first of all we should never convince people uh, i believe that information and then i i mean it's it's fine to to go out on google and and uh, google things i mean google is is a fantastic uh, search tool but we also need to to remember that it's not really um, validated research tool. Anyone can write whatever they want on, on Google, more or less. So I believe that people, if they, if they just think back a little bit about what has happened the last 30 years in technology, uh, people could not, most of the people today could not live without internet. Uh, if we take away the mobile phones and the internet for people like uh, one day, uh, most of them should, should be a little bit crazy. And, and if we then see that uh, blockchain crypto is, is a part of this technolo tech technology evolution, I, I, I just uh, see that if people are skeptical, and people are, it doesn't matter if it's blockchain or crypto, whatever that is new, we are skeptical too. That's, that's in our nature. And it's nothing wrong with that. But what we can see is that there is so many positive things happening. And we also know that uh, many of the people that actually did choose to look into it, take the time to look into it in the beginning, they also benefit from it today. And the same thing I believe uh, we should do right now, because only now and, and like five years ago, people are much more knowledgeable, even if it's a few of the total population. But if we give the right information and we meet the people where they are, because some people are really interested to know more, but when it comes to technology, there is a lot of new words. It's like uh, when I wanted to learn um, maths in school, there were so many different terms. So that's probably why I, I didn't have it as a favorite uh, subject. 
And same thing is, is uh, here. But if we can take, take parts and, and educate people where, where they are today, so simple. We don't need to put in all the details exactly how is the blockchain working and, and all of this, but just for them to see what can I use it for? What, what can it mean for me in, in one year, in two years, in the future? Then I believe that people will be more open. Uh, and then it's up to them. Like it's, it will always be. So I don't believe in like um, convincing people or, or forcing people into something. But by doing it more simple, uh, I, I think that we can reach more people. And that's also a, a way to, 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 to spread it globally. Yeah, you mentioned web. 3.0 i'd never heard of that so what what is that exact what is that exactly Lots yeah that that is very new uh, really so i cannot say that uh, i'm an expert in it and i don't believe that anyone is expert in um, web 3.0 yet uh, but if we if we go back i was speaking about 1990 when uh, when we saw Netscape came and I remember the first, I think it was CatWeb. It's not even a search engine, but it was something that when the first big computers came, it was all about giving information, including the, the mobile phones we had. You cannot send pictures. It was not a small computer as today. You could send a text message in gray and black. That was all. So Web 1.0 was about giving out the information, Google and so on. And then came Web 2.0 and that was more about platforms. It was reading, but it was also communicating like, like Skype, uh, Zoom and, and all of this. But then you have actually companies behind it. So the ones that, that benefits the most from that evolution was was actually the the company owners facebook and so on mark zuckerberg and so on uh, and nothing wrong with that but with web3 that we we enter now uh, you bring back uh, quite a lot uh, from from the companies to us so now it's about information it's about communication but it's also about digital ownership so digital ownership means that you can actually be part of um, benefit from the technology that is coming out, not only going to the giant companies, each and one that is start to learn and, and start to see the opportunities can be part of Web 3.0. So that's, that's in, in easy terms, the, the difference and what we are entering now. Yeah, you answer that well, so yeah. that definitely helped me understand so thank you because it real good walk through uh, Lotta, why are you so inspired to help more women in the space of blockchain and crypto why why are you so inspired to help women yeah uh, uh, yeah my my when i have been now uh, quite a time when i have uh, uh, known about crypto and blockchain and so on and uh, i see that it's it's a lot of First, we need to remember that it's a very small percentage yet that, that actually are directly involved in, in crypto and blockchain. It's 3.9 percentage about the whole population. 300 million people uh, is what they, they calculate. But they also, if we then see to what has happened before and 
now it's it's much higher speed the technology that took 10 years uh, 20 years ago take maybe one year now so it's it's going much faster uh, and in 10 years time uh, many of the what to say experts in uh, in uh, crypto in blockchain and so on uh, they are estimating that it will not be 300 million people anymore it will be billions of people connected to web3 so that means that today if we see for, for the numbers it's 19% according to Grayscale's uh, last report, 19% women is connected, 81% men. And uh, it's not about me feeling that women should have uh, any, any more, but at least it should be equal. And I know that many women, uh, they don't really see what, what can I do with this technology? What, why should I even... Uh, take the time to learn about it and this is why i i really <laughs> i really uh, burn to 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 reach out to women to, to to help them to see that this is an opportunity you 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 can any any women uh, can start their own business if they want to now mm. connected to web 3.0 because the opportunities are so many so that's why I'm more now focusing on, on women, just to bring up the, the numbers so it's more equal. Do you know what's funny? I, I, think, I think I must know the 19%, because if I reflect, it's quite interesting that for me, because all the people that I know in, in crypto and blockchain are all women. Ah, so I'm I'm really surprised. So I think it's official. I think I know the 19 <laughs> percent. But that's a good one, Mark. That's that's very good. Uh, they have done a, a great work then. But yeah. So, but if we see to the to the global numbers, there there needs to be an increasement. And I do see difference because when I then came into to Web three more and about um, NFTs, non fungible tokens, for example. Um, I could also see that for in US and these parts of the world, there are many more women uh, that is uh, interacting into Web 3.0. Mm. Uh, I don't see the same amount of women yet in Europe and, and especially not in Sweden and Scandinavia where I am. Uh, not yet, but uh, I also see that it's coming. It's great that you have like that heart to want to share information and at least give people the opportunity. And yeah, I agree that there should always be equal opportunity. So I can understand why you'd react to, to those stats and really want to get behind sharing with more women in particular. I just found I found it really fascinating because obviously my experience is the fact that I would say that it's been more of a, a women's game than it has a, a man. So that's really interesting. Now, what what are the real risks with with crypto, like with anything Lotta, I always think it's important to let's be real um, because there is scams out there as much as there is, you know, good that's happening. You know, what are, what are the real risks and, and what would be your your advice to somebody who wants to maybe make a first step to kind of like fill the waters without feeling like they're risking their, their livelihood? Yeah, no, uh that's very very important and like like everything when it comes connected to to money uh, everyone should always be really careful and really look into what 
is the project I am I'm thinking of. And when you're new, that's why I say that uh, you should always take different different uh, validated sources before you you start to to do any kind of uh, of investment in crypto or if it's in funds or what whatever it is because crypto especially is is a high risk it's a very high risk and these people need to know so i i always think myself and when i i also speak with people in in uh, trainings and education like in any Thing you invest into you should never put in more money than you can uh, have uh, you can actually lose mm. even if you will not do it but you you should have that with you when when you are, are putting in money into to crypto or anything with a high risk because there is a high risk with with cryptocurrency it's going up and down and there is many different parts that is uh, connected to it and of course also uh, it's coming a lot of new cryptocurrencies. And now we have uh, with, uh, with uh, Web 3.0, we have the NFTs, for example, the non-fungible tokens that is also coming in. So the most important part when, when someone is new is that's why I believe it's so important with education. Uh, and always also, if there is any questions, uh, get the questions answers. And at the same time, don't only use Google as a research engine. Uh, speak with people that has been connected to, to, to crypto for, for a while. Uh, speak with different people. And especially if you are looking at a specific project. Uh, I, I used to say there is, there is two not enough uh, validation uh, ways, but most uh, most projects today they have uh, they use social media and of course you can fake social media too but there is two channels especially where where you can at least get a feeling about the project and twitter is one and discord is another one uh, most often not always there is scams also doing uh, posts on twitter and and in discord group but many times you can see the communities connected how is the conversations in the community are the project uh, founders open to answer questions all of these things is it transparent uh, this is something where, where we at least can start then uh, I believe that when something is growing and it's so much money connected, uh, I saw the last uh, numbers from, from Grayscale's uh, report, it's estimated to be a plus $10 trillion industry 2026. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of, of money. <laughs> so that means also, of course, uh, people that don't have good intentions will, will also come there to 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 try to do their best to to cheat people and so on so but i think it's similar wherever you have a lot of money coming in even if it's outside crypto or anywhere we we need to to think about these different terms and never put in more than you actually know that you can lose if it should be that way yeah that's that's important because i mean even this week lotter i've had people say to me Mark, if you if you invest a thousand, um, you know I can get you ten thousand. I'm like, really? Uh, no, these are these. I mean, these are are as I said, 
promises and and it's it's almost that you do try to convince people and that's a little bit of warning for from my side uh, you can be enthusiastic over your project of course uh, but when it comes to promises of uh, of too high numbers or or um, trying to convince someone i don't think it's at all the right way to go because if your project is really that good, you have the information and people, when they understand, can make a decision themselves out from your transparent information. Yeah, I think that's good to quantify the information because really they haven't given me any information. They've just said, if you invest a thousand, then we can give you returns of 10 times the investment. Like, and uh, that's it, yeah. and that's it. Because if, if we see to the biggest uh, cryptocurrencies out there, I mean, uh, you don't um, really need anyone to, to be in the middle for you to, you can buy uh, these cryptocurrencies through, through exchanges directly if you want to. Mm -hmm. And that also means that when someone is coming in in between, there needs to be some money to that person too. It's different if you have someone that is giving you information and tips and and about how you can do it yourself. Mm -hmm. But I will not say that everyone that, uh, that is uh, saying that uh, put a thousand and get 10,000 is, is not real, but uh, um, I don't believe that <laughs> these numbers for a long term will work. No, but yeah. that's my personal opinion. Yeah, that's good. It's been good to dive into that a little. Uh, for sure. I want to I want to also dive into, you know, you're the founder of Alice Mind Your Business. I, I want to ask you a couple of questions around uh, self-leadership and things like that. So I'm going to change direction a yeah. little bit now. H how do we convert our dreams and goals into action? I know that that's something that you are really passionate about, but maybe share one or two ways we how we can convert our dreams and goals in, into action. Yeah, first of all, um... I, I used to tell people that they need to go back to be kids again and not <laughs> kids like that, but to use actually the, the way that kids see on things because most uh, things for, for kids, uh, every, everything is possible more or less. But the older we get, the more we hear that, no, you cannot do that. No, that's not working. You need to understand this. And somehow during that, uh, that way, we... we maybe not lose all our dreams but we we start to think that things are not possible and uh, uh, that is also connected to that's why i always speak about uh, finding your why with something you're doing and it, it might sound really boring and and uh, i don't know what why i have with this or that but it's so important because i can see that and there is there is a lot of uh, of uh, surveys and statistics made on this one if you have a clear why with with something you you are putting yourself into uh, people reach that many 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 more times and if you don't have a clear why because it, it's more simple life will always be here with us and life will happen and this will happen and this will happen and then it, it it's quite simple to like give up Mm -hmm. on on what we, we was very excited about from the beginning but if you really have a clear why uh, you will do it anyway even if it's raining even if the cat is not feeling fine whatever is happening you will continue to do it because you have a very strong why so 
that's what I, I really urge everyone that wants to make a change with something in their life. And sometimes we need to work with their why for a long time uh, because we are not used to think in the terms of finding a why, a strong why for, for ourselves. Someone can say that, yeah, but um, uh, my why is because uh, uh, my husband thinks that I should do it. That's not the why. That's not the personal why. It needs to be something that is burning really, really uh, high desire for, for yourself. Then in the end, maybe your husband and kids will, will also benefit from it, but it needs to be really connected to you. So I believe that is the, the number one thing to, to really follow and reach the dreams. And um, yeah, another thing is, uh, is also uh, who to take advices from, because <laughs> I know that many people uh, want to give advices and, and some of them do it because they, are, they, they don't want you to, to, to get in trouble or something. And, uh, but also many people give advices most often about uh, things they don't have a clue about. Uh, and that's always connected to fear. Mm. Because if, if you are, and I are very close friends, Mark, and, and uh, you decide to, that you want to do, you will switch career or whatever it's about. And, and I feel then that, wow, that sounds very uh, exciting and interesting, but I don't dare to do it because of my fears. I will probably not, not just throw it over you, but somehow you will hear in my voice that I don't feel that it's such a good idea. Have you really checked this out, Mark? Is there really better than these kind of things is, is coming? And many times we also ask our closest uh, family and friends about advices but we need to remember they don't have the knowledge in what maybe you are going to do now if you are going to switch career and and start something new you need to speak with the people that has walked the walk before you they know they know the challenges they know what what to expect uh, your best friend might be your best friend but that doesn't mean that it's the best person to take advice from in this case so that's something I have learned during, uh, during my years uh, to, to really take advices from the, the people I want to change place with. I listen to everyone, uh, of course, but when it comes to, to advices that I feel has, uh, has a huge impact or can have a huge impact in my life, uh, I take advices from the people I, I want to, to switch place with. And, and that's not... For example, Google. I can I can do research and search on Google too, but I want to to really listen to someone that have experienced it themselves. Very good, yeah. Very good. It reminds me of seeking counsel and not opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I think is so important. I, I love the fact that you've mentioned that about where do you get your your advice from? Where do you get your counsel from? Hmm. What is your favorite quote? Start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. And you don't need to be great to start, but you do need to start to be great. Mm. Yeah, I I really like both both of these because they are connected to anything we are choosing to do in life or choosing not to do too. Because uh, when I when I meet people uh, and they most people, they have something they want to change in, in their lives uh, to, 
to develop themselves and so on. Uh, but they are, they are really thinking many times that they don't have the right knowledge, they don't are the right personality. There are so many, I'm not, I cannot. When, if we use this, this quote, and we just think that um, you start where you are right now with what you have and you do the best you can with that, the rest will follow. So, and it's always about this first step uh, yeah. that is the, the most challenging one. When, when you have started, uh, I mean, then, then you are all, the snowball is already in, in, in rolling. Uh, so that's the, the toughest step. Step. So that's why I, I believe that these quotes can be applied on anything in life. And I, and I really hope that more people can, can take it to them, uh, that they don't need to, to know everything. That's, that's now not how it's working. Uh, they don't need to be a certain person because then they start to, to compare with, with uh, people. And that's, that's also something that stop so many people from reaching what they really want to do and their dreams because no one is comparing with someone that started the same time as them we are comparing with people that has already started their journey or already done the journey we are going to do and there will always be faster people shorter people longer people taller people i mean and, and so we will always end up as as a loser in that case and and no one is a loser but we compare with the wrong people so we should compare with one person and that's that's ourselves to be a little bit better ourselves every day put our own uh, goals and then get inspired from these people that has already run the race get inspiration check what did they do but don't compare because we stop there even before we start because we we think that I can never do what this person did. No, of course, because they have already started long before you. You need to start where you are now. Yeah. Very good. I've got two questions left uh, yeah. as, we, as we bring this into land. Now, you do many things professionally, Lotta. What is your sweet spot? What is the one thing, if you could only pick one of the, the, the few things that you do, what is it? Um, yeah, no, but my 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 real passion and and what i i really feel so good about doing because that's also important that uh, i like what i'm doing is to to inspire and empower people is really to to reach out to more women uh, out there and let them see the opportunities we have now with with the web3 and and help them to get the right information and when they see the opportunities i hope that many will take the opportunities and there i also see a role that i can guide them uh, if there is anything they they have uh, have questions about and they need someone to hold the hand until they feel secure enough to to walk the walk themselves that's really where i am today with but of course people overall but really i want to increase these numbers from 19 percent to be more equal before we hit 2026 very good and then the final question um and then feel free to add anything else and, and let people know how they can find out more about you 
As a female leader, Lotta, what is still the hardest resistance uh, to women in leadership, do you feel? I believe it's ourselves a lot too, really. Um, there, there is many parts uh, that I'm thinking of in, in this case. And, and one is, of course, that we, we are used to and we, we bring many things to us. We, we do this and we do that and we, we split ourselves a lot. And that doesn't need to be bad, of course. But I, I think also that we take a role uh, not everyone, but many women take uh, take the role to to take a step back and and maybe let other people be in the forefront, even if if they are doing a, a great work uh, behind the scene, but it's not really it's not really what people are are seeing. So um, I think that women overall uh, should should uh, uh, step step uh, step up in the way that that uh, they they feel that what they are doing are also very very important uh, sometimes i meet women and they say no but i don't have so much experience i'm not i'm 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 really not anyone like that i have been home with my three kids or my kids most of the time and i said that's amazing you know as as a as a woman at home with kids you are you are most often the 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 financial accountant in the family fixing this you are fixing every different things and that's also about leadership and about teamwork that that women most often don't think about but i can also see because i i'm really so happy uh, that i i came in contact i was in, in NFTs since uh, last year, NFTs is, is still really new for many, but I came in where it was a lot of, uh, of men. <laughs> and, and as I said, I have nothing against men. It's not that thing, but it was also a different culture that I saw. Then in, in February this year, I, I came in contact with uh, uh, a lot of women in nfts and their communities and it was like a new world was opened up for me uh, I, I also got in contact with a swedish um, uh, nft project that is women led and this really made me so so happy and uh, uh, i'm so uh, i i'm really so um, excited about uh, this project because in these communities, I see a totally different way how people are, are communicating with each other. It's not only about crypto, about blockchain, about NFTs. There are so many more things coming up in the conversation. So people really feel they get close to each other. Mm. And this, I believe, is, is a very strong foundation to really reach out to more people because women will feel more confident. I can ask a question without anyone laughing at me. I can, I can uh, write something wrong and, and people will not. Uh, so I see a little bit or a huge difference when it comes to these, these two parts. And, and uh, there, women, we can do a lot ourselves. And I believe that when we have taken the first step, that's why I also feel that Web3 is, is a perfect, uh, a perfect uh, uh, industry community to really start this, uh, this uh, equal uh, movement 
for women. I don't know if I answered your question now, but uh, I just felt that it was. Lots of passion in there, lots of passion. How do, how do people find out more about you, Lotta? Yes, I, I am, uh, of course, on social media, but I'm not at all, uh, a, what do you say, a frequent uh, social media person. Uh, I have my Instagram, I have my Facebook, I have my homepage also, uh, but mostly where people can find me now uh, is on Twitter, and also then I'm connected to Discord a lot, that's my two channels, and uh, for me, looking into to the, the Swedish project, I'm uh, working very much with right now also, I'm, I'm the head of education. That sounds, <laughs> what is a head of education? No, but that's exactly what I burn for, to, to really educate the people. Uh, we also have our homepage, and um, I, I really love that Sweden finally has a, has a great uh, women-led project that I hope and I know will reach out to a lot of people globally too. So you find me there too. The, that's the word of Alidia, Bua. Is, uh, is our name very good well lotta it's been fascinating chatting to you about blockchain and crypto and and ha having you articulate in a way that i think is easy for people to understand and thank you for your transparency on that one uh, i hope you've enjoyed the experience i really did i really did now now i i don't feel that it's so so scary to do a pod anymore but you was great mark so it's a lot about also the first experience and how you are leading the conversation. So thank you to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining this episode with me, Max Sefton. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a positive review on iTunes. And I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.